This is Bigger Pockets Daily, kicking off your Monday with a daily dose of real estate information and education. The article I'm about to share is one of more than 10,000 blog articles available on Bigger Pockets, but you can't read the blog when you're walking the dog or browsing the MLS. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Everything you need to know about tracking passive activity losses using Form 8582 by Brandon Hall. Passive activity loss rules are complex. These rules prevent you from using tax losses from your rentals to offset your active income. A foundational understanding of the rules will save you thousands of tax dollars over your investing career. And knowing how to review your tax return to ensure these rules were successfully applied is like an investor superpower. For instance, if you opened your tax returns, can you find the amount of suspended passive losses carried forward to next year? And can you easily determine if the losses from one rental offset the income from another passive activity you own? Hmm? 
So, knowing the amount of suspended passive losses you are carrying forward is critical to your decision-making around buying and selling rentals. Unfortunately, few investors know how to monitor this information. So, in today's podcast, I'm going to let you know about the passive activity rules and how to track suspended tax losses from your rentals. All right, so first up, tax returns are overwhelmingly complicated. We do know this for a fact, and investors don't really know what to review. So when you get your tax return back from your CPA, do you know how to look at it? Probably not, because you haven't had any formal tax training. The tax code is incredibly complex, and you don't know all the rules. Your CPA probably doesn't know every single rule either. You don't know where to start or what forms are important to check. So asking your CPA questions is intimidating, too. No one really wants to look uneducated or dumb. But in the following steps, I'll show you how to review a specific form, Form 8582. Form 8582 is arguably the most important tax form in your entire tax return. It shows the netting process of passive income and losses, rental losses, and keeps track of your aggregate suspended passive losses. Step number one, understand the passive activity rules. But before I walk you through Form 8582, I want to go ahead and give you a basic understanding of the passive activity loss rules implemented in 1986. These rules effectively created two types of income, passive and non-passive. Here's the problem. Losses from passive activities can offset income from passive activities, but losses from passive activities cannot offset income from non-passive activities. A passive activity is any rental activity unless you qualify as a real estate professional and any trade or business in which you do not materially participate. Losses from your rentals, a passive activity, cannot offset the income from your W-2 job or a business, which is a non-passive activity that you actively participate in. All right, got it? With me? If you meet one of the exceptions to the passive activity loss rules, you can use rental losses to offset your non-passive income. This situation is generally where real estate professional status, or the short-term rental loophole, comes into play. If your passive rental losses cannot be used, meaning you don't qualify for an exception to the passive activity loss rules, and your passive losses exceed your passive income, the excess losses become suspended and are carried forward into future years. Tracking suspended passive losses and going through this netting exercise is where Form 8582 comes into play. Step 2. Review the netting process. The netting of passive activities confuses both investors and even accountants, so uh, let's just give you some clarity here. Some examples of how passive activities net against each other. The loss from rental A can offset the income from rental B. The loss of limited partnership or LP investment in a syndicate can offset the income from rental A. The loss from an LP investment in a syndicate can offset the gain on sale from rental A. The income from an investment in a business, assuming it's structured as a pass-through and you aren't materially participating, can be offset by rental losses. The losses from a rental can offset the income from a passive investment in a surgical center. This netting is powerful. 
So there's just a few examples we'll touch on Form 8582. Example 1. Here's how passive rental losses offset passive rental income. In Part 1 of Form 8582, you'll find that all passive income and losses are reported and net out against each other on Line 3. And as an example, let's just say that Tony Stark has a rental income and losses being reported on Lines 1A and 1B. The net is reported on 1D and carried to Line 3. And if you want to see this firsthand, up close and personal, we have four examples of Form 8582 right inside this article at biggerpockets.com. You can go through all the lines and see how to read it and just kind of see it for yourself. It's really helpful. Let's move on to step three. Review your suspended losses. Okay, so suspended losses are the last important part of Form 8582 that you really need to pay attention to. On page two of the form, part eight, you will see a list of your passive activities or reference to a statement if you have too many activities to fit in the lines. So in column B of that form, you're going to see the unallowed loss per passive activity, and the total amount is the suspended passive loss you carry forward next year. You can see an example once again of this, part 8 of the form, at biggerpockets.com, right inside this article. Super, super helpful. But it's critically important to track this number for three main reasons. Just want to get into that real quick. Number one, it can help you make decisions about using a cost segregation study. Two, it can help you decide about 1031 exchanges. If you have large suspended passive losses, you might go ahead and choose to sell your rental outright rather than execute a 1031 exchange. And three, it's going to help you keep your accountant accountable for quality work. Sometimes in years you switch accountants, the new accountant forgets to carry forward suspended losses. It can happen. In summary, the passive activity loss rules implemented in 1986, 37 years ago, created passive and non-passive income. Passive losses can offset passive income. Understanding this netting effect can help you plan your participation in your activities year over year. But passive losses cannot overcome or offset, I should say, non-passive income unless you qualify for an exception to the passive activity loss rules or materially participate in a trade or business activity. And lastly, annually tracking your suspended passive losses will help you make buying and selling decisions and hold your accountant accountable for a high-quality tax return. Congratulations! You just got smarter and one step closer to reaching your real estate investing goals. You know what else will make you smarter? Setting up keyword alerts in your Bigger Pockets profile. Go to Account Settings, Alerts, and set up alerts for the market or strategy you're interested in. For example, Turnkey or Kansas City. You're guaranteed to connect with like-minded investors who share similar goals. Want to hear more Bigger Pockets daily? Check out some older episodes you missed. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow.